question now? I think so. Let's see. What is my next question? What era of your of your life are you currently in? I'm in the era where I figure out how little I can try and get away with. You know what I mean? Not, not like not like not like bad things, but like I'm talking about like in school. Like in class. Yeah. That's stuff. a big retweet right there. Yeah. Like I want to figure out how little I can like do schoolwork. But the problem is, is I'm really stressed right now. Mm -hmm. But I've probably not done a school assignment in like two weeks. But I think that's what's causing my stress. No, it's like Whoa, when you think about it, like I don't know how my high school self did everything my high school self did. But I did it. And now I'm here. Can barely wake up for my 9 a.m. Yeah. Actually, I can barely wake up for school. I told Tyler this once. Um, my school started at 7.50. I woke up at 7.25 every day. Oh my well, that's actually when I stepped out of my bed. I was out the door by 7.35. Well, you're already fast. That's... I'm, I'm efficient. Like, and I never, I never fail to brush my That's teeth. Like, oh, I had a uniform. Okay, so that might have helped. You're fast. You're usually ready within 15 minutes. Yeah. It takes me an hour to get ready. No, I make, <laughs> on a good day. What? On a good. What? It takes me forever. I make my I'm bed, so brush slow. my teeth, get my clothes on, get my bag packed, get a, get my breakfast. I'm out the door in 15 minutes. All of that done. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> what about under stress? You guys, Brock and Christian. What was the question? What era of life are you in? That's a good question. I feel like uh, the era of my life that I'm in is, I haven't really started my life yet. So my aspiration is to <coughs> head coach a Division One football team. So I haven't really begun, begun anything yet. So, I'm re so next year, my aspiration is to be the manager for the Tennessee Vol football team. Shout out the Vols who are going to go bowling New Year's Six this year. <laughs> go Vols. Um, but yeah, so after that, just be a GA, stepping stone number one, stepping stone two, and then you're eventually a head coach. So I feel like I haven't really begun my life yet. Hey, they all start somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I'd say the era I'm in is just one of grind and discipline. And like the reason I say discipline is because right now I truly feel like I'm grinding. I'm really working hard towards everything that I want to accomplish, but I want I don't want to feel like I'm grinding. I just want that to be the standard. And that's why I'm really saying discipline because I'm feeling like since my discipline is not where it needs to be, it feels like I'm doing something really really hard and I don't want it to feel that way. So I feel like right now I'm really developing myself to just put in this maximum level of effort before it not to feel that way. So, yeah, grind and discipline, I'd say. No. Opposite of me. <laughs> I completely get that, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> like when you look at yourself They're as an athlete, like, four years later, and you're like, oh, gosh, he's feeling to do that so easy. And now I'm, like, dying because I don't swim every single day for two hours. Do you know what I'm scared of, though? So I was like thinking of rock climbing, like this in terms of like rock climbing the other Speaking day. Speaking of rock climbing, I just saw your forearm. <laughs> he's, he's just yeah. making, like, every single time I see him, he just gets, like, Bigger. <laughs> <laughs> just huge. I, uh, I wish you guys could see him right now. <laughs> it's, it's the pole vaulting yeah, forearm. It's like so you're holding that pole, and that pole like is yeah. just like because of how your wrist is. Do you, uh, do you have like wrist pain in your left arm? Not like it? now. No. Yeah. Like, it's a rock climber now. It's crazy. Like you get big forearms for no reason, just for holding a pole. Do kettlebells. Those are really get your forearms going. Really? Yes. I used what is a kettle? It's... So you they look like cowbells. They're like the waist. best for burning. Like they're the best. Oh, it's, it's like the, a ball. It's, and it's the ball. And then people do yeah. like the swings. With <laughs> or you do like the like the snaps. You're like, I oh, you guys I used to be strong. What happened? 
But yeah, like mm-hmm. kettlebells. Strong. No, uh, not like what it was. Um, but the hardest work I've ever done was like it was like 100. You have to do 150 kettlebell swings. Um, but oh, wow. wait, no, no, you're supposed to like time yourself. How right? heavy were they? Uh, well, depending on like who you were as a person. Oh. So like, who were you as a person? Like 30. <laughs> 40, <laughs> depending on what you were, like, oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, let me. Just, I haven't finished. I haven't finished it. Okay, I told you I was strong. Okay, so not anymore. But um, what you would do is like you would time yourself. So you put on a timer, right? And once it hit that every minute, you had to drop and do like ten burpees. So it was like so once it hit the one minute, like so the first minute you're like trying to maximize the amount you would do. So it took me like it would take me like seven minutes. Seven minutes? That's all. It took me like an hour. That would take me an era. <laughs> my kettlebell era. <laughs> my, my 35 pound kettlebell era. Gosh. Next era, 40 pound kettlebell. That's how we should like. Like 35 if I was like feeling like I want to go fast. Like my eras are gonna be named after my PRs. <laughs> this is my 185 era. Journey to 190. What about you guys? You guys are like constantly busy, always yeah. in and out of the dorm. What era are you guys? Oh, hey, Whitson. What's up? How's it going? I feel like Tyler's in his. What era do you think I'm in? One of them. Okay. Well, One of the eras. Mickey Mouse era. He's in his. Not. He's in his mid. Okay, like when I say this, 30s. I don't want you to like. Because you're still like. Midlife crisis era. You're still like actively like doing stuff. This is not what I mean. Like it's not like you're just sitting here thinking about the future. But I feel like he's in his futuristic era. I was gonna yeah. say that. That's <laughs> yeah. the exact thing so I was just about to say. Tyler and I. Um, <laughs> I know. I just guess I know Tyler. I guess I'm in his head all the time. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was gonna say I was in my like futuristic or my planning era. Just cause like coming into this new environment, that first semester, I tried to do like as much as I could and figure out what I really enjoyed, what I did not want to do, and left for other people, and then like how I could be the best in those things, like my personal best in those things. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at now. It's like figuring out, okay, here's everything that I would want to do on campus. Now, how do I be the best version of myself in that thing? And so just trying to figure that out. So hopefully I can come into the spring semester and be like, okay, I really want to do this, and then hit the ground running. That's good. So yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that one. I guess mine's kind of the same, <clears throat> except a different name to it. I'd say self-discovery era, just trying to like find my limits and yeah. what all I can do and kind of like with trying to get involved in so many things and deciding what it is I want to do mm-hmm. and what it is I want to stay involved in even like postgraduate with stuff and like postgraduate studies and stuff like that start thinking about that it feels weird to think about that as a freshman but yeah, yeah. Um, I just you gotta think about it sometime exactly yeah. didn't mean to interrupt but I just wanna like hype Caleb up I don't think he understands like the like I hope you understand how much like you do every single day Yeah. like how many hours like you spin in man. I bet Christian is the same way. Like, you yeah. need to like take a no, like no no. You just need to take a step back. Can I say something about no, no, Christian no. real quick? I'm not done hyping both of you up. But I was just saying like you need to take a take a step back and like actually truly realize everything that you're accomplishing and doing because it is impressive. And I look at it every day and I'm like, dang, that's so yes. I think we've got a new guest. Yes. We have returning returning, returning. guest mm-hmm. Whitson the RA. Uh, you know your uh, balls in the hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to make like a directory of like ha- who was in- <laughs> yeah, like a wiki of everybody that's in that's the episode. The Balls in the halls as iceberg. seen in episode two, eight, and like eleven. Yeah, notable quotes. Yeah, <laughs> somebody get on this. Yeah, that'd be so funny. One of the super fans. 
Yeah. Um, so we're going around. Caleb and I each wrote five questions, and we've just kind of talked about okay. them. So Caleb just asked the last question. Mm-hmm. So. so the question was, what era of life are you in right now? Uh, that's a really good question. And you can look at it, I guess, objectively. At, if you're living to, let's say, the life expectancy is 80, you're about a fourth of the way through. I am. Mm-hmm. 22. So a little, a little over. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like talking to like toddlers here. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, I actually, I, I got this. This is, it's kind of related actually. There's this, um, like kind of, it's not really a web app, but it's like a homepage thing called Notion, and there you can add widgets to it. And there's one that's like a life meter, where it's like how much of the day have you completed, how much of the month have you completed, and then there's one that, like how much of your life have you completed. And you add, like, what's your life expectancy? What do you think you're going to live to? Mm-hmm. And I added 85. My family, for some reason, lives to be really, really old, like, into the hundreds. Um, That's cool. So, right. I don't know. It's, it's that butt blood. It's that German <laughs> blood. Um, something about beer and cigarettes just uh, just does as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm to, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But we're leaving it there. We're leaving it there. It's pretty good. So, to objectively ask, answer your question, 20, 25% of the way through. Um, but subjectively, yeah. that's where the magic lies because the whole point of, I guess, college, it, also life, but college is the point in time where you find out who you are. And that might sound daunting to freshmen, you know, but um, <laughs> it's actually one of the best things that you can partake in because you get to objectively take a step back from the dogma of your childhood, from the way you've been raised, from pressure from society, and you get to realize what you believe, and you get to know why you believe it, and it's shaped by your life experiences in college. So um, I'm in a campus ministry, and one of the reasons I am is because um, in my freshman year, I didn't really believe a whole lot, but um, I began to um, see the way that people lived genuinely, authentically, without... Um, like they had to and I think in the Bible Belt it's kind of like you know you just go to church it's just what you do but seeing people like help you the homeless um, just live out their their daily what they believe inside was really cool and so I said that I guess to freshmen that um, it's an exciting time it's also a scary time but it's it's a um, it's a figuring out what you're figuring out you know type of time yeah mm-hmm. and it's also I don't know how many of y'all have been to therapy. I have. And one of the things that you do is you dig deep down into your past. And a lot of things you forget because it was traumatic. And you, like, bury it somewhere that you don't want to think about. But um, for me, I had a not really near-drowning experience, but what felt like a near-drowning experience when I was a child. And so ever since then, I've been afraid of the water. And I took a scuba class. That's cool. So... There's a, the Venn diagram, there's not a whole lot, lot of overlap there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was really, I was so scared. I was, I was shaking every time I got in the pool. And I didn't know why. I was like, like just be a man. What's in, like, what's going on? But I, I asked my mom, and she told me that story. And I was like, oh, well, that actually makes sense. And like that type of thing. Hmm. It's just like a microcosm of kind of what life is, looks like to a uh, few college-age people. Yeah. So with that, I'm going to go to the pod market and uh, hopefully get some uh, oat bars. And um, I'll see you guys later. Nice. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You get a sticker. You get a sticker. Thank you. Yeah. Ronick, you can get one too. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
amazing. Do you want to answer a question? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, so Caleb and I just have a couple different questions that we've been asking everybody. So what, um, what is it? What era are you in? Mm -hmm. What era of your life are you in right now? I'm kind of like in the era of like trying to figure out how to get things done. Like I realize that I'm not being as productive as I need to be. And like, you know, I need to figure out like I'm not here to just mess around. I'm here to get a degree. Mm -hmm. So I think I need to start like differentiating like between having fun and actually doing work. So if that means going and doing homework by myself, like waking up on time or going to bed early, like instead of staying up late and hanging out with my friends after I finish my homework, or even if, even if I haven't finished my homework, I need to like and have some discipline in myself to like actually go and do the work because, you know, it's, it's not been working. And, you know, some of my grades are starting to show that. So I was like, you know, I got to turn things around somewhere. Otherwise, it's going to be too late. And I'm going to be sitting there like, where am I in four years? And I don't want to, I don't ever get to that point. I remember my dad used to always say, if you don't ever have, I don't want to say that. That's not right. That's not something I can say on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's but, a good question, though. Like, thinking about what was everyone, I didn't mean to interrupt, but oh, what is did. everyone's family saying? My dad would get mad at me when I would just like, you know, this is like middle school, high school, like when I wouldn't like, but I wouldn't have discipline on certain things, and he says it takes a lot of discipline to get where I'm, because you know, he came, his family used to be somewhat wealthy, in the, and then he grew up, and they lost all their money, and so he was like, him and his brother had to share a pair of shoes to walk to school, and like, you know, he would always give it to his younger brother, and he would tell me his brother had to commute three hours to class every day, so he would wake up at like 4 a.m., get back, go to bed at like 2, and then have to go again to the bus station just to get to class, right? They were very poor growing up in India, and you know, I see my uncle now, extremely successful dude and you know it's like it's not it's not something that's just going to happen you have to have a drive and you have to have a vision even though it's like you can't see it you got to like you got to be insane enough to believe in it mm. so that's I, that's what I'm trying that's to get even if you can't see it you have to be insane enough to believe in it I actually saw that today on an Instagram reel I saw that and I like got out of bed I'm like what am I doing it is a quote I don't know who I wish I wish there was someone Run it, cover, honey. Yeah, yeah, now it's me. That's the I have to be insane enough to believe it. No, but, yeah, I'm just... I, <laughs> you guys got me feeling... Testing your Woo! limits. That's my favorite thing to do these days. Testing, Testing my limit. limits. Seeing everything that I can handle. Yeah, that's good, actually. Like, all aspects of my life. Can I do everything that I'm doing successfully? Have you been able to do that? If you don't want me asking. She has. That's awesome. I think so. Right there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think my... Like my grades are fine, social life's good. Not fine, my grades are good. Like they're like where I would want them to be. Um, and the beginning of the semester, I like rushed and I was like, I can't do this and have to drop. And I was like, no. So she's like, no, just stick it out, go through. Not like that. She was like, you have to be like, yeah. like, just like do it until you think. She's always just told me, my my coat was gonna be awesome. So, not in like a toxic, you have to do everything way, but just oh, that's nice. Be the best that you can be at that moment in time. Where can I watch these podcasts? Um, Apple, Apple Apple Podcasts, okay, Spotify. Balls in the Hall. I'm going to be going to that yeah. time. Balls mm -hmm. in the Hall. Yeah, Balls in the Hall. You've yeah. imparted some good wisdom. Yeah. So, Thank you. here's our next question. And I think you all have kind of already touched this one. Um, if you could give anybody just like one piece of advice, what piece of advice would you give to everybody? Or like a specific person, you'd be like, hey, I want to give you this advice. Whatever you want to take with that but like just general advice just general advice you'd give people okay like the biggest thing i would say is that you cannot help someone else without helping yourself oh. in the process 
sure, I 100%. <laughs> because, like, helping someone else is just so giving. It gives you so much, like, it, like bringing that kind of joy in life into someone else's life, like, it does the same thing for you. And I feel like that's what brings your life value. That's what gives your gifts and your talents value. Because if they're only being used to help yourself, I don't, I don't really see that as them having much value. I feel like the value of your gifts and talents are determined by how easy, how easy they're making the lives of other people. So that's the biggest piece of advice I would say. Like, really try and go out and help someone else, and then you'll find out very quickly that there is no way you can possibly do it and not feel like you've gained some reward in some regard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. So it's what, if you could give... Like sorry, I kept, if you, if you could give <laughs> if you could give somebody advice, what advice would you give them? Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think I already said that. But I, I yeah, can't. That was you. I think really I'm tapped out. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, <laughs> you hit it right on the head. Tyler and I talk about this all the time, and it's about feeling all of your emotions, letting yourself be angry, be sad, be happy. Like I'm a firm believer in the fact that you don't always have to do everything. I'm not saying we talked about this. Like you're gonna because like. There's a certain thing, like, you don't have to do everything, like, 100% positively. Like, I'm not saying drag people down yeah, and make you, the you, room negative. You genuinely can't love everything that you do. And that's but, okay. Yeah, but you have to put that behind you. Be mature you enough and, be mature and like, and understand why you feel that way. Like, when I'm sad, like, I sit there and I understand, like, people are like, how do you, how do you have that self-awareness? Because I sit with my emotions and I let myself feel everything that I feel. Why am I sad at this specific time? Why does this make me really angry? Why does this make me stressed? Like, why am I stressed for this thing? It's not really because I'm behind on school. It's because of something else. And I have to sit with that and understand, like, going through the ladder and understanding why I feel the way I feel. Like, some people, it works out just, like, you know, pushing it all the way and being really positive. But for me, that doesn't. So that you have to... Sorry, I didn't interrupt. No, no interrupt. It's that shows a lot of emotional maturity. Like, more than most people I know, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> that's a lot like I, I when I get upset or something I usually just I don't shut down I just I kind of like I just I just step back and I go yeah. do my own thing I, I usually just you know I just try to be happy all the time I guess you know sometimes being sad and upset it's okay it's totally okay but yeah that's what we talked about is you can't do everything with 100% happiness but also flip that you can't do everything with like 0% happiness so even things you dislike there's probably some aspect of you like so it's important to recognize on both ends of it, things, hey, this isn't perfect, and hey, there is some positiveness And you're here. still going to do it and well. So you do both well, but you recognize the full scope of it rather than just um, the majority parts. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. talking about that, though, I do really believe that, like, again, like another piece of advice, I really think your mentality is truly becomes your reality because so much about good situations are all about, like, perception. Like, if... Like, because, like, the same situation can be, like, perceived by two different people completely differently. Like, one person can see it as good and one person can see it as bad. But, like, what really determines whether or not it's good or bad is just, it's truly your own perspective. Mm -hmm. So if you really yes. try to adapt um, and take on a positive mentality, it'll make your reality that much more positive. Mm -hmm. That's really good. You should make an Instagram account and post <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram quotes. Reels, bro, with, like, quotes like that. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I was gonna say it's all right to take a step back as long as you're moving forward in the process. So, for me, throughout high school, I like constantly overwhelm myself and 
one, one night before a basketball game, I just had a mental breakdown. I just, it wasn't a very good day for me, and my coach pulled me aside, and he just told me, he told me this advice, and he was actually my advisor, so I was coaching sixth grade basketball for the first time ever, and I felt like I was letting my kids down, and they were all coming out to the game, and I didn't want to let them down to show how the skills are being transferred over. And he said, it's all right to take a step back as long as you're moving forward. So I took a step back, and I, I talked to the kids, and, it was, and I told them, we're going to go back to basics. We're going to do everything right the first time, and then we're going to show new skills. And it paid dividends for all of us. It made me more happy as a coach to show to say I am really teaching these kids and it made and it made the kids more happy to see more points being scored and uh, less points by the other teams being scored because we had better defense. That's awesome. That's good to show that transfer from like even just talking about it to putting it into progress. Mm -hmm. And we have a few more extra guests right now. Yes. So Would you all like to quickly introduce yourself? Mm -hmm. Just hey, name and major and then fun fact about yourself. Cool. Um, I'm Matthew Newton. I'm a biomedical engineering major with material science minor. Uh, fun fact, should I go crude or no? Uh, no. No. I'm active in... 13 clubs right now. Wow. What? Wait, like actually active? active? That's wild. Wait, someone get this man a trophy right now. Yeah. That's my fun fact. You also have like a job, right? I also do have a job. Wait, how do you make it to every meeting though? Because my meetings like overlap. See, I don't make it to every meeting. I make it to most meetings. That's all that matters. Except for sources of strength. I... Do everything behind the scenes for that. Yeah, I know. Once Ben's over, I'll be start. I'll start coming. Yeah. I'm Samantha Gross. I'm a biochemistry major, and I guess my fun fact is I've changed my major three times now. Wow. Can you give us a hard one? I was originally an anthropology major, and then in April I changed it to biomedical, and then I realized I did not want to do anything medical related, so I changed it to. Chemical engineering, and now we're biochem. Yeah. And here we are. Mm hmm Perfect. So I guess we'll recount the question again from yeah. Tyler. Um, if you were to give anyone, like, a piece of advice, what would that advice be? <laughs> I feel like you would have a good one for this, Sam. I don't know why. <laughs> nah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it would just be... You know what's best for you, even if you are doubted by others, so go with oh, that. That's good. Um, everybody tries to tell you to be one thing, and it's easier just to be what you know you need to be, even if it's what you don't necessarily think right off the bat. What did I that's say? awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so many quotes. Dang. I don't know if I can follow that one up. But, but you're going to try. <laughs> you're going to try. Let's go. Try. Um, Take advantage of all the opportunities you are given because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that aren't able to have the opportunities that you are able to, and there's a lot of people that work to get you to the places you are. So make sure to make the most of it. Be healthy, but make sure to do as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's a good answer. You have one more question? To, I think I do have one more question. Okay. 
If you could write a newspaper or a blog article about anything that you want, what would you write about? <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. We'll give him an extra sticker. <laughs> I would write about how they did Ginny Weasley wrong in the movies. <laughs> they did her dirty in the movies. How do you how would you have rather her been portrayed? How she was in the book. Fair enough. Okay. Like, that's a good yeah. Harry Potter. Fair enough. I, yes. I yes, that's a good clarification. You don't like Harry Potter, bro? Harry Potter is a <coughs> What? Yeah, no. Yeah. Matthew, no. get out. No, no. Weird, bro. That's weird. crazy, dude. You yeah. can't be in the Otter's Dorm and say stuff like no. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Um, <laughs> fun fact, I've only watched Harry Potter in French class, so I've watched the first one twice in French. That's really sad. Uh, we gotta, do like, a, we gotta do like a Harry Potter Watch marathon. party. Oh my yeah. god, that would oh god. take forever. I never read the book. We start this Friday night. Every Friday night. Every Friday night. Oh, that's cool. I have them all. Really? Yes. I have HBO Max and they have all. Oh yeah, that's right. They do have that on there. I have the experience. We actually all get HBO Max through our student account. Do we really? Really? Oh, we talk about this. We have HBO Max. For the people. Somebody told me that. The money's going somewhere. All the tuition goes by us all HBO Max. Let me preface this. I haven't tried it myself, but I've heard. Probably doesn't work. I had a friend try it. Does it work? It works. Okay, there you go. Nice. Shout out to the University of Tennessee. Can you get Amazon Prime for? You can watch Space Jam Two on HBO. Oh my gosh! Jabron Lane. Oh my god, bro. Jabron Lane. What the heck? I have a good answer for my blog. What's your answer? It would be a bunch of freeform poetry, but it wouldn't have to do it. It'd like seem like it'd be really deep and profound but it would mean nothing that's, that's and then awesome. i would because I, like uh, I would like like people to assign meaning to it you know because i think oh i'm yes. a big believer in like assigning meaning to things that don't necessarily mean a thing because like you know what stuff means is all subjective i, th I think at least so 100 yeah. percent. oh yeah the that's... world is subjective I'm a firm believer in that like that's ready what would your blog oh, i'm sorry no, you're good um the importance of people that's just it, the like, importance of people. Like in what way, like people, like in your life? Yes, or? I think that connections are the most important thing of anyone, like yes, like I would consider myself to be like a very extremely independent person, but I wouldn't be here today without people supporting me and being there for me. Like there's a give and take with that, but I think it's just like realizing that there's people in this world that care about you. And I know that's super cheesy and that everybody says that, but I think that there is an importance of people. But not only that, it's just like learning from strangers. The most I've ever learned in life is like when I had jobs and I didn't know a single person that worked there. And it was placing myself in those extremely uncomfortable environments that I grew the most. And I learned the most from those people. I wrote my whole college essay about a man named Juice. So, well, sick. well, his nickname was his William Jeffries, but, but his name was Juice and his army name was Juice. And I've learned the most from him than I did anybody. So, yeah. That's awesome. People, the importance of people and strangers. Ronick, what are you writing about? Do your homework on time. <laughs> that's a good one. Wait, you do that? I don't. That's why, that's why I didn't write it. Write. Maybe if I write it, I'll manifest it. Because I really need to. What is it like being a STEM major? Um, can oh. you please elaborate on this? Because, like, I know biz business is about the connections. Y'all, it's about the good grades. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want to. I want to do something in business because I'm good with people. So you I are like good if, with people. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think if I did something worth like business and like a minor in computer science, then I can go into like management information systems. That is not the question. That is not the question. But but something that's 
looking at you could write a blog post about that though yeah. Yeah. yeah how it all connects and how like your plan of doing that yeah I could do that I'll do that that's what it is thank you Tyler thank have you, you thought of the Heath integrated business engineering thing I, I've heard of that I don't know anything about it though so basically it takes people from the business school and the engineering school and it combines them so it's a cohort about 30 people 15 and 15 from each Sorry, I'm just explaining. Go, but, keep going. Um, the heat integrated do. thing, and so basically, you're gonna be paired with a mentor in this community, so you're gonna meet them like oh, monthly, really? yeah. and then you're gonna take business classes, so you're gonna learn both sides. Okay, wait. Do you know how do I get started into that? You. There's an interest meeting. There's interest meetings about it right coming up, like right now. I mean, could you? I'll put up on my today, email. But I can I can send you all the information. Could you please do that? It's all online. It's great programming. Because like, that's yeah. literally what I want to do. Like a yes. mix of both. That's yeah. No, it's literally a mix of both. You have you taking business <laughs> classes okay. and you're taking engineering ones too. Yeah. Okay. So it's I think it's really oh, good. Thank you so much. You're a computer science major, yeah, right? Computer. So I think it's really good for computer science <laughs> majors more so than like engineering majors because okay. like I think it's good for like business majors going into engineering like dip their toes into the water, oh, yeah. what I've heard. But I think computer science is not like really engineering unless you're like industrial engineering. I think the real like the real uh, awesome part about that is the mentorship. Because like, you know, I've heard a lot of stories about like mentorships. Like, it's like I important think, people too. Yeah. It's like CEOs. Oh, okay, see that's even better too. You can learn a lot. Because yeah. I think Julia was talking about, you remember that guy who came to visit us in band? Yes. Dr. Yeah. Lee Martin, I think was his name. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. That guy is so cool. He's cool. Anyway. And he's like the, he was a trombone player, right? And he bought us all lunch and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, How many members of the Pride do we have here right We now? have four right here? Yeah, we have four, four members of the Pride. Yeah. 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 Samantha's I play mellow. We yes. in the same section. Mm -hmm. Trombone's better. <laughs> no. Trump is better. <laughs> no. I, I think, I think no, we're all great. At least yeah. we're all brass. That's a fact. Lose such a Brass. Such a mouthful. We're doing good. Brass and Timpanis. Oh, um, my blog would be about. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're Sorry, go ahead. No, but my blog would be about what. What exactly is a fulfilling life? And wow. what? I just like Harry Potter. Okay, I want to hear this. What is like, a what, life? Like what it? Yeah, just what is a fulfilling life? And my take on how to have one. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, if I had to like define what like a fulfilling life is, it's one that you enjoy, that bring, and it's one that brings life to someone outside of yourself. I'm gonna cry. That was awesome. Making your life bigger than just yourself. Every time. That's so. That's my biggest fear is like leaving this world and not giving more, like not giving more than I took. I get like, people say that all the time, but like you it's like. I mean, like I get that, but like literally, like the first step to having a greater impact on other lives is simply wanting to. So just the fact that no, yeah. you have had those I, thoughts, that means you're heading in the right direction. You got to flip it though. You said, I know I said yeah. it wrong. I realized right when I said it, I was like, I said it so wrong. What the right idea? Right idea, like. Please ignore what I said because it's past my bedtime, but yeah. Okay, who's. Have you gone yet, bro? No, alright, so my blog would be about uh, the, the importance of analytics in sports. So I don't know why I'm not a business analytics major. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you aren't. Everybody should be. Yeah. No, no, really. Like, Whitson's a business an analytics major. You're a business analytics major. It's, it's the best blog. I'm always a business analyst. Uh, but. Uh, I want, so Moneyball is like a really inspirational movie for me because it shows that like teams of all backgrounds, no matter the pricing, can find a way to win, and that's like you have to. Sh and there's always these numbers that are not being exploited in the sports industry. 
So I feel that's where I want to go with my life and just talk about how teams are misrepresenting numbers and overpaying players or underpaying players in the NFL, the MLB, the NHL, the NBA, you name it. Nice. It's a great topic, especially in today's world with NIL deals and everything. Oh, look, yeah. Look at, the, look at the Memphis Grizzlies and what they did without John Morant, their, stop, their star player last year. Like, it's more important to have a, have a bench depth than, like, per se, the, like, the Lakers, who are two top-heavy players in Russell Westbrook and don't have any money for bench depth. I thought you were about to start talking bad about my city. No, the Memphis mm-hmm. Grizzlies did great last year without yeah. Ja. They did. I love how everyone had really deep posts, and I was just over here like Harry Potter, guys. Yeah, I'm going to add on to hers, though. Um, I would do a, uh, a goofy travel vlog and tell all the ridiculous stories I got. That would be so You have so many. What are some of the best places you've traveled? Talk about your Athens this week. Oh, yeah, please, please. Um, so, New oh, no, yeah, New Orleans. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I've been to New Orleans twice in my life. First time was for Mardi Gras. If it, uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras as a 10-year-old um, <gasps> oh. on Bourbon Street at midnight is um, a thing you'll never forget. Also, the first time I ever got hit on by a guy. As a, <laughs> as a 10-year-old? Yeah. Um, Wait, what? But, but, um, going back to the second time I went to NOLA, um, you gotta, you gotta love that one. I met, I met a lot of the band kids. Also, uh, you know, just lived it up out there. We, I actually ran into Matthew on Bourbon Street. Really? Mm-hmm. That's how we met. Isn't it is weird how, we how met. you had to go halfway across the country oh, yeah. to meet somebody a floor it's above you. It's yeah, Matthew, it's insane. Matthew called me and said, "You're the only band kid I haven't seen, and you're the only band kid I knew when I showed up. Where are you?" So. That's yeah, it's pretty that's crazy. definitely what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were lots of band kids there, and I'm sure Matthew met all of them. I've heard some stories from band kids. I, who went there to the Pelicans oh, yeah. game? Oh There's, yeah, we actually yeah, we, we went to yeah. the Pelicans game. Oh, it was you guys. How yeah. was it? It was good. It was a fun it, game. It was we, interesting. We tried. Um, <laughs> so about halfway through the game, we were like, okay, there's like open seats down in the lower level. Why don't we try and go sit there? Because, you know, if there's nobody showing up by halftime, yeah, then you could probably go sit there. Well, we tried that. And it did not work. They were like, huh, where, where's your tickets? And we were like, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Walked out. Oh, man. We were like, come on, it's halftime. It's, it's after halftime. But we, we found some good seats. We did. We, we did. did. We had a good time. What was uh, the experience at Death Valley? Because that's like one of the most hostile stadiums to play at. It was pretty crazy. It was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. I mean, we played Rocky Top a lot. You guys, lot. you guys did. It was, it was something um, very interesting to watch. As a, I was also down there for that game. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, because it was no. It was the same <coughs> trip as New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But. Um. LSU fans were very mean on the way in and very nice on the way out. I got a couple of tailgates that they were just like, come over here, and offered food and stuff. So, we always love free food. Love free food, love free other stuff, you know, that was life. That's right. I have another one that's kind of, it's a good, it's a good wrap-up question. Okay, perfect. What's been your favorite part about UT and Tennessee so far? Ooh. Probably balls in the halls, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, gr- yes, 
All right. That's Thank you for answer. listening. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up. Come That's on. Good. <laughs> no, but seriously, elaborate on that. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> like, what do we have compared to everyone else? <laughs> oh, all right. Um, really, Chewy's that uh, that that night. The, the restaurant? No, but no, no, no. That night was like my favorite. Uh, my favorite day at Tennessee so far, even though it was back in August, like, I knew nobody coming here. Like, I kid you not, nobody from Lake County came to the University of Tennessee this past year. So it was me forming connections and being an introvert in, uh, high, in my high school. Like, it was, it was very, very hard. And the Haslam Scholars group opening their arms to me was probably the happiest moments uh, since I've stepped on campus, uh, even more so than beating Alabama. <laughs> oh. oh, that's, 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 that's saying something. That's saying something. <clears throat> that was a good day. Uh, for me, I would really just say that, yeah, my favorite thing about being here is truly the people. Mm. Because I'm very extrovert and I love getting to know people and talk to people. And I cannot really name like a single like negative experience that I've had with someone here. Like, okay, like the reason like I'm even like here right now is because I'm extroverted. Because <laughs> like I was like, oh, it's not a podcast going on. I want to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah, and like really like all these like experiences that I'm having, they're all positive. Like I, I absolutely like love everyone in here. You guys are all like such like great people. But I feel like I can say that about everyone at UT that I've interacted with, mm -hmm. and just being around people that are like so great really inspires me to be like the best possible version of myself and so i really like the people that are here and i really like who they're encouraging me to become that's what i would say that's good um well favorite thing about ut is definitely all the opportunities i've been given as i said earlier i'm involved in a lot and a lot of places you can't get that involved and like with jobs with schools i'm taking 18 credit hours and stuff like that so, um, there's just, oh my gosh, in ball. I love that. You can't spell involved without ball. Mm -hmm. Honestly. That's creative. But, you know, favorite, favorite memory, though, was definitely not breaking the goalpost when uh, we had Alabama. Yeah, you didn't do that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't did not do that. It was, yeah. wasn't me. Definitely no. wasn't Alabama. It, 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 was it wasn't also getting Hennon Hooker or Tillman or uh, Hyatt. I didn't get high. I got Trey Flowers. Oh, flowers. He's my yeah. celebrity crush. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who? Is he I think. Oh, hi. Okay. But. No, no. I thought you were going to say Flowers. Yeah. That <laughs> was like. We're not getting into it right now. We're cutting that real quick. No, no, no. What about you guys? Eddie, what's your favorite oh. memory? Um, okay. My favorite play, well, not, okay, memory, but it's that nook, that nook on the girl side with like all these like small couches that are really comfortable. Mm -hmm. The best memories have happened there, where I've grown closer with people. It's just my favorite nook. Like Tyler and I laid there for two hours without talking, and it was great. Um, we just sat there. We just sat there and did homework. We just like we were like each on our own little chair, and it was just like very nice. We we did homework, but I did homework. I didn't, but um, <laughs> I was really. Um, but it's just like moments like those. It's like the little moments I think are the biggest impact for me. It's not. I mean, like yes, beating Alabama was amazing, and that is like a lifelong memory I hold with me. But it's like those little moments where you're like laughing in that nook, or just like sitting here talking as a podcast. Like when am I ever gonna do that again? 
and it's like next week. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. Oh, it's funny. But like, it's just like I don't know. I got sappy, sappy with my friend Satchel the other day, like thinking about how we're not gonna live together next year, and we won't be just like next door neighbors because I open my door, go two steps to the right, and I just knock on her door, and she answers. But next year it won't be like that. I'll have to drive like 15 minutes. Oh my god, we still have next semester. We still have next semester. That's true. We still have next semester. We still have next semester. We still have like four months. But it's just like five months. The little moments, I think, are the biggest things. I'd probably have to agree with Christian the people because coming to Tennessee, I knew people who were here, but I wasn't close with anyone here. And I actually was so anxious to come here. I got sick three nights before we moved in for band, three times the night before we moved in for band camp. Wow. My anxiety was through the roof, but just showing up and having like the band community and then moving into Dogwood and meeting everyone, and then when my roommate moved in, it was just it was great, and I, it's the people. The people made it what it is. So mm. they definitely do. <laughs> Caleb, you got an answer? I mean, I'm also gonna say the people. I mean, the whole thing about being in the music school is about making connections and being in ensembles with everybody and like getting to know how other people work and I feel like that's an energy that UT really encourages and like working with other people, getting to know everybody and you know, being able to support each other along each other's paths even though they may be completely different. Like I mean Tyler and I, we're in completely different colleges. I'm in arts and sciences, he's in business. But the fact that we can still come together and do something like this podcast, it's like, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Tyler, what are you doing? I'm mad I, I gotta go last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm gonna give something something different, but everybody else said something good. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Um, I'll, let me tell a story. Um, so, one of the first days of class, it was my first Friday, and the night before I had been at the BCM, and I think it was, I think it was a bonfire. Before. And so it was like a fun little thing. We, you know, I got to meet some people and I met one guy. We talked for a long time, super nice guy. Um, I, we, like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to be friends with this guy. Like, I was like, this is a cool guy. And the next morning, um, Friday is my only day I have an 8 a.m. And so it was like, yay, it's Friday, but uh, it's Friday. Um, and so I was like, you know, like, all right, I've got to figure out how I'm going to do this. And I'm walking past. Rocky Top, which is the dining hall kind of close to where we live, and I see him, and I said, hey, how's it going? He said, can't complain, man, living the dream, and that has been like the phrase that has stuck with me the most about my time at UT, it's living the dream. I, I always go back to it, because this is, I mean, it's it's so great. The people are great, the uh, opportunities are great, everything is great, and so kind of that one phrase is like, kind of surrounded everything that I do. I'm like, man, I'm just living the dream. dream. So, yeah, that's my, uh, that doesn't answer the question, but that's, that's, what, <laughs> I'll, that's what I'll give. Good <laughs> answer! Yeah. It's on the board, it's on the board. It's on the board. Oh, I think that's all the time we have. I mean, thank you all for coming out. I think that was a really good, really good format. Yeah, that was incredible. That was great, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I appreciate <laughs> we appreciate you guys for listening and following along as we go through all these questions. Make sure you check out our social media at Vols in the Halls on Instagram. On Instagram, Woo-hoo! let's go.
Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Catch you later. Go, Go balls. balls.